This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. I hope you watched that first episode with Burton because we showed you how to go deep in your buy box. I appreciate all the time, man. Thank you for doing that. Absolutely. Thank you for having us. Well, again, as somebody who sold big data platforms and helped uh, companies leverage their big data, we are going to take some questions that I know investors want because they are looking for deals and opportunities. You ready to go for round two? Oh, let's go for it. All right. So round two is going to be the same zip code. We're just going to use the same one. Again, it's a zip code I know nothing about, uh, but we're going to give it a shot. For folks that you don't know, that was 63111. But what we're going to do here is we're going to look for out-of-town owners. And I'm going to say out-of-state. And then what we're going to do is we're going to go, you've owned for 10 years. Why 10 years? Because I want to find the buyers who bought during the last crash. They must be sitting on gobs of equity. Maybe they're getting crushed by this uh, uh, eviction moratorium. And I want to know, I want to know who they are. So uh, Burton, uh, you got a challenge on your hand. Uh, let, let's see what happens. You want to start sharing your screen and, and show me what Absolutely. you got? Absolutely. Let's go for it. So I do have the zip code in front of me right here. Okay. So the first thing that we're going to want to do is uh, after we get our results, go immediately into the filter. Okay. Now you said out of town I, and you mentioned out of state. We also, which can be found in our ownership info here, um, it's called absentee owner's location. Ooh. So um, the first thing before we even touch this is we want to identify that the property is a non-owner occupied property. Otherwise, okay. how could the owner be in a different town? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Good idea. But in your in your scenario, um, you did mention out of state, but just want to let everybody know you can also identify out of county. Oh my but God. <laughs> so again, so right? Local, out of county, or out of state. We'll give you the option. So let's do out of state. Because again, what I'm thinking is right. I'm thinking about some California guy who was fine in St. Louis ten years ago. Bunch of equity. Maybe they're frustrated. That's who I'm trying to get to. But out of county is pretty cool. Yeah, that's smart actually. And then you mentioned uh, was it minimum ten years of ownership? Correct? Yeah, I want I want people that okay, bought perfect. in 2000. You know, before 2010, 11. So ten years. There you go. So it would be years of ownership, and we would apply a minimum. So. Uh, 10 years, and then Ooh. that would look for 10 years or more. Now, um, we kept mentioning individuals, individuals or, or people. Right. Um, another cool feature is we let you identify owner type. So uh, this will allow you to separate properties oh, that are actually that. under a person's name versus right, let's under Let's do an individual. LLC. Let's try an Perfect. individual. So here we go. Oh. These are our 38 non-owner occupied properties where the owner who, who owns this property lives in a different state has owned it for 10 years, like potentially before the crash. Um, and it's owned by an individual. All right. So I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to trip you up now. Okay. How about somebody that has, um, God, more than 50% equity. Okay. So that would be found in our valuation and equity. Section, oh, right, look at you. <laughs> and, uh, we thought of everything. So you can actually search by a dollar amount or by a percentage. So since you mentioned 50% yeah, or do more, we'll do 50% minimum there. And that removes nine properties out of our 38, dropping us down to 29. How about properties. somebody that owns it free and clear? Free and clear would actually be in our mortgage section. Uh, 
So click on mortgage section and this, you can see if someone bought it in cash at one point or in your uh, example, free and clear, let's go ahead and include those. So now we're 18 so I, properties removed. We're down to 20 properties. So I got my buy box. Uh, I know it's an out of, out of state owner, not only on the county. So they're in another state. Uh, they purchased the property before, at least before the last, actually, you know what? Let's do 10 to 15 years. Yeah, I love it. And as a matter of fact, just because we thought about it, uh, you can even specify the sell date. Oh say, my goodness. Bought it before 2008, right? So in this case, we'll, we'll do 15 per, uh, minimum. No, 10 to 15. 10 to 15. Oh, I'm sorry. So I want to try to get like an over and under. 15. There you go. So now it, it forces it down to uh, nine. So exactly nine properties have been owned between 10 to 15 years. So the reason I did that is now we know they bought during the crash. I love right? that. I yeah. love that. Again, being, just, yeah. yeah, this is pretty cool. All right. So, okay. So let's just pick on one. So let's, uh, I don't know. Let's find the biggest price. So I see 180. Let's pick on that one. Yes. Yeah, so the 180 is right over here, Ohio Street. Yeah. And what you'll be able to do before we even get into the details, sure. um, we give you pick view, okay. which is the layout we see here. List view is like a little kind of a Excel sheet. And okay. finally, we give you the spreadsheet view, which is this little tab right here. And you can oh. see it like an Excel sheet before you get to the uh, Excel sheet itself, which, which is exporting. You are but fancy. Since you're uh, referring to the 180, which is right over here, mm -hmm. uh, notice that each address is kind of like a hyperlink, which yep. is great for you. Because now you can click on that property and get uh -huh. into our property details. Every property that you click on, uh, over 153 million records in our system, yep. are going to populate just like this. And immediately, you're going to be able to get everything we have on this property. Do we know who owns it? Land. They're out exactly. of state. Oh, so it's a that. residential vacant land that's owned. It has a. Uh, oh, so owned this by is vacant land. So let's go find a house. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I think the reason for that is we didn't put a bedrooms or bathroom, but here's one right here. There you go. 159. Out. So let's click on Grand Avenue. And here we go. So here's a property. We now know it's own. So what we're seeing here is our, what we call our detail tabs. Yep. So all of our records that we collect from different providers on an individual property is separated into these separate tabs. So we'll begin with like the property details. The importance here, I know the owner's names. I know their mailing address, which is going to be different than the rental property that they're working on. Mm -hmm. um, property characteristics, land location information like zoning sometimes is available. Not every county provides that. School district, maybe you can use that to build relationship, legal description, tax information, and that's just the property details. We'll show you homeowner situational da data, which is like, hey, they put the property on market and it's currently pending right now. It's oh, an on-market cool. property. So this may not be a good lead, but we never know. It may not sell. So yeah. we can just, just keep it on the back burner. Yeah, the whole idea here is I don't want to blow these people up with mail or anything. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad it's pending. It means it's about to be sold to someone else, which Absolutely. is awesome. Um, but yeah, the idea here is you're pulling data from lots of places. We've got banks exactly. in there. We have title at the county. Yep. Folks, again, if, you, if you, you have a buy box, which is what we talked about in episode one, you're going to be able to go to a level of granularity in a system like this, like never before. And oh, by the way, you'll be able to market after, right? Because the whole idea in here is what is your theory as an investor? So in my case, this example, I entirely made up about a zip code I know nothing about is they bought during the crash. They own it free and clear. They own it as an individual, not a, not a corporation. I mean, it's, it's just one example of what likely could be dozens. Oh, and they own out of state as well. Right. So that's pretty cool. Wow.
All right. What else, what else should people be thinking about in this kind of, like, cause out of state is always like, you know, you, you must, lots of people use that as like the search, right? I, I want out of state owners. I want to market to out of state yeah, owners. Yeah, yeah, no. So my, after doing this for like nearly 10 years and working with all sorts of investors and, you know, listening to their strategies and, you know, working with short sellers and lenders and wholesalers, like I, I finally came to realize like what, what you really are looking for is just a situation, like yeah. a, a situation a homeowner is going through. And the, the ones that you've provided were really, really good. And um, that's really it. Like you just have to sit there and think of a situation. And once you can think of a situation, our filter should hopefully be able to accommodate it. Like yeah. here's a situation. I, the fact that you said, hey, I'm looking for homeowners who bought before the crash. They either have lots of equity or they're dealing with you know tenants and the moratorium thing, right? Mm -hmm. Well, let's look for a different audience. Instead of the ones that were before the crash, what we can do is look for ones that have only owned it for two to five years. So they actually bought it before the pandemic. Ah, so they yeah. bought a property before the pandemic. It's an individual. They live in a different state. So same criteria like mm, you are. And you. instead of free and clear, we'll add more motivation by saying you have an open mortgage instead. So while your tenant has been paying the bill, you're in a different state paying the bill yeah. because that's the situation that unfolded in the last two to five years of owning this property. And because we have the data connected, it allows you to create these scenarios. And this isn't a list, just like your search wasn't yeah. a list. It's just a situation that we're able to create. So you were aiming for uh, before the crash yeah. of 08, uh, free and clear. I'm aiming for before the pandemic with a mortgage. Nice. And so hopefully we can take over that mortgage or cash it out. Now take a property and then we'll handle the, the tenants. And I know tons of buyers that will take care of a tenant or wait on the tenant until things settle down mm -hmm. and then they do the process, right? So yeah. that's the concept. It's think of situations, think of problems people go through and hopefully our filters can accommodate those situations. Yeah, so again, I love that idea of situations. Think about your situations. And then once you get the list refined, uh, we talked about it in our initial episode, but people can do direct marketing from the system, correct? That's correct. Once you get your results here on the right side, you'll be able to select them and create a list it's called add to list. Yeah. So here I'll be able to create a new list, the 6331 you know, um, pandemic list. There you go. And then hit save. From there, to your point, absolutely. Not only do we have direct mail, we actually have the ability to skip trace the list. And for those <laughs> that don't know what that is, that's taking this list of 30 properties I just created and within two, three minutes, getting a cell phone, a landline, or an email that's been publicly recorded from the homeowner, right? That's awesome. So it's only 12 cents, 10 cents if you have a certain package, but for everybody that's just starting, 12 cents if it gets results. Right. The address doesn't get any results, we don't charge it. So at this point, we're talking just, to, I like to do math, right? Here, yes. assuming all 30 records came back, you're going to spend $3.60. That's correct. Yeah, $3.60. To get phone numbers. And that to me is mind blowing because if we didn't have that capability, mm -hmm. we only have just addresses in front of us. So we would have to knock on a door mm -hmm. or set up our own postcards and send them out. And if they ever call us back, that's when yeah. we, you know, but now for $3.60, I get a phone number in two minutes and I can call in 15 minutes and get a response today and see yeah. if they're interested in selling today. So 
you $3.60 would probably be the most powerful investment one can make on a list like this right now. Again, folks, there's a link below to a seven-day trial. Get a discount with the service, all that stuff, because you're part of the One Rental at a Time family. We are going to be adding videos to my course uh, because, again, big data is a big thing. So Burton's going to record some stuff for the course as well. But, man, this is, this is awesome. And, again, you could do direct mail if you wanted to, right? That's correct. So following the skip tracing capability would be our campaign area. In the campaign area, you can establish as many active campaigns as your heart desires. So as you mm -hmm. can see here in my account, I have an auctions campaign. I have a Colorado campaign. Mm -hmm. I have a buyer's campaign. And the benefit with each campaign is when you establish a campaign, it's only for just that marketing list exactly. of 75 or 30 individuals. And on top of your campaign, we'll give you a free landing page for your list. Hmm. The idea is that I don't need to talk to these 75 people if I didn't want to. Right. I can actually funnel them to a landing page that says, hey, I buy houses in cash. We close in 30 days because you're in an auction. Mm. Fill out the application. So we do give you a complimentary wow. landing page if you need it. You don't have to create if you don't want to. Wow. Once you decide to create that landing page or not, to Michael's point, now I can send them a postcard and we have templates where you can upload your own, mm. ringless voicemails, as well as email marketing. Very cool, man. This has been a lot of fun. I look forward to uh, episode number three, where I'm going to try to trip you up, but it doesn't look like that's going to be possible. So again, folks, link below. Amazing stuff. Burton, thank you, buddy. Absolutely.